Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my blog, where it's my pleasure to highlight my creative journey, so that way I can perhaps inspire you, I can give you the lessons that I learned along the way, and extract the various tactics that I apply, whether I just learned them, or you know, things that I knew from the past to apply to those certain situations. Now, before I get any th- further, I would like to encourage you to subscribe if you haven't yet already. That way you get all the various content that I put out right when I put put it out. All right, so without further ado, last week was, was a big week. It was a good week in a lot of ways. Nothing like monumental in that sense, but, but a lot of victories in a sense and a lot of revelations. So first off, last vlog I mentioned that I had gotten uh, an outline draft from my co-writer for a script that I'm working on called In Search of Sunrise, and Jason is his name, and you know we've kind of done a bunch of back and forths, and finally, things just got unlocked. I read the, the script, or his outline rather, on Tuesday, and was just absolutely blown away by it, and it was just truly, truly phenomenal. He got all the the little details, uh, perfect. And it was wonderful because it kind of made me think about how I like to collaborate. What I realized about myself is I can go into details of things, but I do it more from the standpoint of problem solving, you know, but I don't necessarily, and I I can like stay in, in the, the weeds, if you will, for a long time. But at a certain point, I always gravitate towards the bigger picture of things. And so it's great to have someone like Jason who can, you know, kind of really focus on the the details of everything and make sure that, you know, the, the, the devil is in the detail and things like that. But, you know, in terms of what wasn't working with the script, I was, I was allowed the ability to kind of go and see the, the trees from the forest, if you will. And I think that happens to me a lot. Even when I was editing my film Idol, it was really wonderful to have someone like a John Comerford or a Courtney Stewart, who then, after me being in the thick of it, you know, I, I had the big picture, the big picture, you know, as far as the movie, it was complete. But they were able to finesse the finer details more precisely and get it to a more perfect state. And I think that's that's wonderful and very necessary. And it was a big revelation in my life uh, to kind of think of it. And that's not to say like, I hate the idea of like, oh, I'm only a big pictures kind of guy type. And, you know, I don't, I don't worry about the small details. I think as an artist, you have to worry about both. You have to be familiar with both. But at the same time, you have to kind of know, A, we all need a bouncing board, someone who can be like, okay, no, that this works, this doesn't work. So I think that's important. But at the same time, it's also important to know your strengths and weaknesses. And so now that I know this about myself, I can be much more cognizant. And in fact, I am a lot more cognizant. And you know, not that I wasn't doing it before, but I really love collaborating with people and I'm going to continue to lean into that a lot more because A, it makes the process a lot more fun for me. B, it gets me the results faster. 
and see it makes the results that much better. So I'm really excited about this revelation and to kind of continue it. And because of the work that Jason did on the outline, at least like in terms of the the first draft of the script, I think it's going to be a pretty quick process. It's not going to mean like the first draft is going to be perfect, but already just utilizing what he wrote, I have been able to, within a couple days, just knock out 21 pages and... You know, if you if you know screenwriting, 21 pages, basically a page equals a minute of screen time. So I, I wrote 21 minutes of the movie. And so I'm and, you know, I, I try to force myself to stop in that instance because like I could have continued writing, you know, across the various days a little bit more. But I it's kind of the Ernest Hemingway effect where I'd rather stop when I still have more to write because then it gets me excited to write the next time. I never like to, you know, just go all the way to empty, because then when I come back, it's like, oh. And it's interesting, as far as the outline, one thing I should clarify, and I think it's kind of intriguing about the whole process, is I was talking to my friend Ian Kaiser, who's a producer, and, you know, he asked me, like, so how much did Jason contribute to what you had as far as the big picture? And, you know, I said it's, it's really tough to kind of discern. You know, granted, maybe you can go back in and, and really dissect the drafts, you can dissect the emails and the text messages back and forth. But even then, I think it'd still be hard to come up with a number. And it was never really about that. I mean, I had the broad strokes always. But even there was there's a brother character in the script. And he was going to be you know, professionally something when I first wrote him and had him in mind. And then Jason had come up with a different thing. Now, because he came up with that thing, it unlocked other things for me. And I was like, oh, now that I see it in this way, we should try X, Y, and Z. And so I think that was, you know, you know I, I, again, I, th- I think it's a feeding of the minds. And when you, there's like a kismet sort of connection, I think that's the beauty to me. It's like, you know, we both came up with really, really wonderful things. And, you know, could I have gotten there on my own? I, probably not. Could Jason have gotten there without me? No disrespect to Jason, probably not, right? So we needed each other, and that's the beautiful thing about collaboration, hence why I think the product ultimately is stronger when you do collaborate in that sense. So it was really wonderful, and yeah, you know, uh, he he ironed out all the details of of what we were going for. You know, I, I in the last outline that he had sent me, I gave him like, I think six overall general notes of like, we should do this, we should do this, we should nudge this. And, you know, obviously there's a domino effect to that. And he was able to then execute based on that. And he saw where I was going with it based on the the notes that I had given him. And it works wonderfully. The big question mark is kind of the ending. And I think I won't even totally say what my version was, what version his is, but we've always, not clashed, but we've had kind of different ideas of what the ending should be. And it's interesting to me, you know, the the ending in a lot of ways represents what you ultimately want to say, right? It's the crisis climax moment. And in so doing, it reveals the truth of the character, their arc and so forth. And I had something in mind. And now that I kind of think about it, now that it's been introduced to me, what's intriguing is... I th- you know, we're starting to understand all the characters. And so, in a sense, what would the characters do? And ultimately, you know, the protagonist of the story. And in a sense, I, 
I'm kind of leaning more towards his version. And mind you, they're drastically different. But just something is beautiful about his, and I think he's tapping into something that that I didn't see before and I was trying to force a different ideal onto it. And and maybe that's like part of like what I'm supposed to realize in writing this is that, you know, I had this preconceived notion of, of X, but really I need to learn this lesson and see it in this way. And I think that's actually kind of cool. And, you know, I said to Jason, like, we're pretty much there. You know, the ending is the only thing that like still has a question mark over it. But nonetheless... Nothing that that we have so far, and, and if we try to write the script, will will dictate differently, right? The in fact, it'll inform us better of what the ending should be because we'll have all the even more finer details, right? The the dialogue, the actions, and so forth. And so, in that respect, you know, I said let's just let's just get to the end of the script and and kind of feel what's right in that moment because we, you know, the. There could be a third ending, but so far, the two endings that we have, you know, it's either going to be one or the other, or possibly a third beautiful one that we didn't think of, right? So that's the exciting part for me. The other thing in terms of collaboration, uh, Emily, who who has been uh, an editor for, for my novel, and we've kind of now finally addressed the final, final notes. And there are no more notes in this novel. So as I've kind of been teasing for a long time, and not that this kind of helps you in real anything, but, you know, now I'm going to finally really go full force into the uh, query letter process for literary agents. So I'm going to, you know, I even thought about it, like, let me build a web page specifically for the book, like I did with my movie Idol. And that way I can point people, you know, if the, if an agent wants to learn even more information, like it's there for them, perhaps, you know, people just through my social media, they might see it and kind of go there. So I'm going to do that and start the query letter process. And it just feels really good to, to be done with that. Um, you know, I have, I've not really kind of really thought about and celebrated this momentous occasion, but, but I I will, and I should. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I look forward to collaborating with Emily, you know, she's actually sort of been involved in this script as well, a little bit um, in the early process. And I'm going to kind of bring her in for punch ups as well. So that way she can see blind spots that Jason and I don't see. So I'm really kind of looking forward to that. And part of it, you know, if, if nothing else, right, I mean, first off, she, she adds tremendous value, but if nothing else, you know, with this script in particular, I want it to flow really well Ultimately, a script is a blueprint for a movie, right? So no one's, you know, it's not like an audience member is going to read the script, but people that could finance your movie, actors, producers, they're going to read it. And so I want them to be excited about it. And so if the, the, the prose, if you will, of that script is, is phenomenal, then, and that includes the dialogue, right? The dialogue has to be on point, then, then I think you know, if nothing else, she will truly add that value. And by the way, Jason's an amazing writer as well. So I think he'll, he'll help me because, you know, uh, yeah, my, my, uh, my dog Chloe agrees, but the idea being that, yeah, you know, when I write, you know, I'm still a, a rising author, writer. 
So, you know, so a lot of times, like, my sentences can be basic, and so I want to give it a little bit of poetry, if you will, just to, just to make the read of this script a little bit more enjoyable. You know, I don't think um, that's not lost on me just because it's a blueprint doesn't mean the script itself can't have beauty. So I want to make sure it has that. Um, speaking of kind of just collaborating in general, uh, you know, uh, there's not... Like, outside projects have been a little bit few and far between simply because of the pandemic. There's not much going on. Um, and that's okay. But, you know, the, which kind of gets me excited for the few times that I do get to work um, on stuff. Because, you know, it's exciting. I like, I like being collaborative with other people. You know, I don't just want to do my projects. I like to share my insights and wisdom with others, right? And so, in that sense, my attention to detail and to get into the weeds... Uh, and someone kind of thinking big picture, like it, it's almost like the world's reversed. They're thinking big picture and they need me to you know, work out the details. And so in that sense, my friend, uh, DJ Richard Vision, you know, uh, I work on various his projects, you know, cutting up like promo videos, if you will, for lack of a better term. And it's fun, you know, they're, they're easy and simple to do. And so I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, and a lot of, you know, the stuff that gets posted, a lot of his fans love it, and so I love the reaction to it, so it's, it's cool, you know, I, I really appreciate that side of it, so don't forget, when I say the word collaboration, it's not just about me collaborating on my stuff, it's, it's about collaborating with others, and I think that's a lesson that you have to take forward, too, I mean, one of the reasons people, people like working with me, I think, I would hope, is because, you know, I reciprocate, and so I think that's, that's an important factor, to it as well. And in fact, one of the things that I was thinking about and talking with my friend Lauren Grasso was this idea, you know, we follow, we try to follow so many people on social media and things like that. But at a certain point, you know, so there's things that others post and it's like, eh, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather not see this in my timeline anymore, right? I've gone past that stage of my life and, you know, and, and, I, and I follow these people because I want to support them and, and whatever else. And I want to kind of keep up with what they're doing. But at the same time, I just had this like epiphany almost of like, you know what? If this person literally hasn't liked any of my stuff in well over a year, and you kind of know, you get the sense, you might not have it like completely, you know, systematically factual where you go in and like you find out, oh yeah, clearly, you know, they might have like one photo within that entire year. But I'm just saying just gut wise, you get the sense of like, okay, they, they, they're not liking any of my stuff. Meanwhile, I've pretty much liked every one of their photos. So it's like, well, you know, and maybe, maybe it's time to unfollow that person. They're not, you know, I, I, even before that, you know, it's a person that perhaps you didn't want to follow. So, and clearly if they're not going to support you, then what's the point, right? Some people say, oh, well, you can always just unmute them or whatever. And it's like, no, well, you know, maybe there is something said to be, you know, to the effect of like, well, if you don't appreciate what I'm doing, then no, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna lie, right? It's you're you're. I'm wasting my effort. I'd rather put my effort into, you know, liking and and collaborating with people that that appreciate it. I think that's a important lesson we all have to learn. And the last thing, uh, L.A. and has <laughs> kind of in in the been just in a heat wave and whatever else. And so it's interesting to have to be creative. <laughs> Yes, Chloe agrees with me that that the heat wave is very hot. 
you can hear by their panting. But, you know, it, it's very difficult in a sense, like, I try to just not do something, like, in the middle of the day when the, when the heat wave is, is, is at its harshest. I'm literally walking around with, like, a wet towel on my head, drenched in cold water. And then, you know, in the mornings I'll work and then kind of at night. So that's kind of been my process at the moment. <laughs> um, so that's what I have for you. Not a lot of external results, if you will, but nonetheless... Uh, you know, I, I move things forward. Another kind of, you know, I don't know that you would necessarily notice this or maybe you, you did, I don't know, but I kind of spent a good chunk of last week reorganizing my lessons, uh, you know, just titling them. I got rid of like before everything was, had like an episode number and things of that nature. And in that effort to kind of, all the lessons still apply and so they're evergreen. So they don't need, a number system. So I got rid of that and said, you know, and it was good. One of the, one of the added benefits, like it was great to just kind of clean things up, but it was also a great walk down memory lane. You know, I'm almost close to 400 episodes in general, you know, of my vlog, of my various lessons and so forth. And it's great to be reminded of all the things that I've done. And, and more importantly, the, the lessons themselves of like, oh yeah, you know, I did, I, I remember that little bit of wisdom and, and so by bringing it to the forefront, I can be much more conscious of it and continue to apply it to my life. It's not like I wasn't applying, you know, certain things in my life, but it was just great to be reminded of them and have it even more of a conscious effort. Cause you know, you sometimes dip if you're not constantly, you know, putting an effort and thinking about X, Y, and Z. So it was great to, to be able to do that, uh, through this and hopefully you and, uh, other other you know, people out there can uh, benefit from the cleanup of, of my content and find stuff a little bit easier and so forth. So anyway, that's what I've been up to as of late. As always, you are welcome to ask questions, uh, comment, things of that nature. You know, happy to discuss and help you problem solve things going on in your life. So, you know, let, let's let's chat. You can comment down below or hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. And if you think any of the stuff that I do would benefit someone else, please share it with them. It would mean a lot to me for sure. Anyway, thank you and I hope to see you next time.